0: Lighting women across the board, making moves, fulfilling dreams, empowerment galore, lifestyle and health. Girl, do you wanna thrive? Rebellious, giving you the vision. Open your eyes. Rebellious. Rebellion.
1: Hey guys, we are back with season two. So welcome back again to Rebel Talk. I know you guys are super excited to be with us today and we are so glad to have you. We're going to have a special guest with us joining later. So we're also really excited about that. So Brittany, why don't you go ahead and do your nice little greeting and tell the people what's up. Hey everybody, you know, it's
0: your girl Bossy B with three E's. Here, live and direct in full effect and you know <laughs> it's a galentine's day episode and we are just excited about we got some nice little tricks and some things for you all that we're going to be talking about um some ideas you know to spend your know, valentine's day with your girls or if you just by
1: yourself
0: um so yeah you know we'll to talk about all that
1: Oh that goodness. Yes. So Brittany and I are also doing our first virtual podcast. So it's a cute setup that we have here with each other. We're sad that, of course, the panty, the panorama, Miss Rona has us still separated. And Brittany and I usually, or I force her to spend um, Valentine's, Galentine's Day with me. So We're kind of sad to be apart, but during this great time of love and history, it's important that, you know, we just, again, take some time to bask in ourselves, right? Our goals, our development, and just also just spending time with things and people that make us happy and fulfilled. And so me personally, I just know that, you know, boss up talk or goal talk can be really overwhelming at times and sometimes a bit insensitive, especially during times like this. But, you know, we want you to be continuously excited to discover yourself, ultimately loving yourself. Of course, right? I know we like to say that's cliche, but it is true. So, Brittany, I saw this post the other day, not too long ago, about just resting in peace while we're alive, right? And I realized that, of course, I've been saying this over and over that I've been putting a lot on my identity and to my work and who I was. And that was kind of how I was defining myself. Um, so not necessarily, but who I am and my work isn't necessarily who I am. So that's definitely just an occurring theme for me. In my life, it's just making sure that while I'm productive, I'm intentional, I'm purposeful, I'm doing purposeful work and not necessarily booked and busy, but productive. So again, I'm excited for you guys to just meet our guest, Stephanie Kirkland, who will be joining us today, later, just to talk about identity and connection to purpose and just enjoying who we are. So, Brittany, like, how do you feel about the whole resting in peace while you're alive? I mean,
0: you know, I'm excited, honestly, to hear, um, you know, especially because, you know, it's it's something that I think a lot of people, we all kind of like, you know, describe ourselves based on what we do for a living. Um, and so outside of that, then who are you if you're not? A lawyer, if you're not a doctor, if you're not a secretary, or if you're not a filmmaker, then who are you? You know, um, yeah, so, you know, I definitely think that's that's another like layer of discovering yourself. Um, you know, and I'm really excited to kind of see what you know, what she her take on that and her perspective because you know, especially with the pandemic going on. You know, it's a lot of time to reflect, have a lot of self-reflection and just think about, like, who am I? If I'm not, if I didn't, you know, have this job, if I wasn't doing this, if I had all the money in the world and I didn't have to work, well, how would I define myself? Would I, yeah. would I define myself as a rich person with money? No, of course not. So, you know, how would I be able to describe myself, my personality, things I like, um, and all that? You know, so I and I, and I understand, like, not trying to be so busy because especially our generation in social media a lot of people look up to these people who have money who have fame as mm-hmm. their success as the answer. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's not you know, it's not always about that. I know a lot of people I've seen different opinions from people just kind of saying like, hey, I don't care. To be rich, like I just want to be happy and care to break my back to like rep off of four hours of sleep to build a business so that I can say that I have this amount of money, you know. It's
1: or you have this title,
0: right? Like you always say, it's called the one percent for a reason, it's not always. You know, we gotta be realistic about it. And I'm not saying that. Oh, you can never make. You can't get a millionaire. You can do whatever you put your mind to, but you might also have a heart attack or a stroke to, <laughs> trying.
1: Yeah, to, to do it, to do that.
0: Like, and it's so sometimes you know that's just if everybody was a boss, then who would work? If everybody owned the business, then who's gonna work the business? It's just not possible for everybody to be the one definition that we want to say is a boss. Because a boss doesn't always, you know, have to just be the person that starts the business. You can be somebody that just runs the business. Or you can be somebody that's in a leadership role. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be the CEO. Um, you know, and I just think it's different definitions for, for that happens. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I think it's...
1: So, yes. Right. Um, I think also just having just some interactions with Stephanie and um in my previous classes, we took a lot of classes and did a lot of projects on like identity work. And one of the funniest things, and and I say funny in an an ironic way, was like where we would ask each other, what's your identity? Who do you identify yourself as? And a lot of people would start saying again, what they did, what they own. They're a wife, they're a mom, they're a husband, they are you know, a lawyer, a doctor, a manager or whatever. And nobody could really say what their identity was outside of those things. I still even struggle to formulate sometimes what my identity is outside of my work um, because I think we've been so conditioned to just talk about, oh, what do you do? What do you have going on? What's this? What's that? And we have these Instagram resumes. Um, so I definitely get that. And just to also just to sound off on what Brittany was saying, because Brittany and I have a lot of these conversations a lot of times. And I tell her this all the time. I'm like, it's, I was like, I just get so taken aback a lot of times of where everybody wants to be a millionaire. And I'm like, dude, it's literally the one person for a reason. It, it, I'm not telling you it's not possible, just like Brittany said, but be realistic with yourself and then also don't hold yourself to, um, I guess I don't wanna say unrealistic goals, but just smart goals, things that are attainable. attainable for you. Yeah. And things that make you feel good because probably trying to break your back doing all these things, you might miss out on a lot of opportunities. And I'm going to be quite frank, most of the 1% didn't even get that money legally. So, (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be some millionaire criminals. That's not what I'm trying to say as well. But I think especially in the Black community, everybody, we're thinking about always building wealth and generational wealth. And we start getting upset with each other for like, okay, well, good luck. And, you know, and every man wants to be P. Diddy or Jay-Z himself when they didn't obtain these Child. things legally. They so. want Beyonce and Jay-Z so bad. They,
0: They're like, well, Beyonce doesn't J- do you this. Not you're not Britney. Beyonce. Okay.
1: <laughs> you're not Jay-Z and Sir, so I'm not Beyonce. <laughs> right. That's what it just sounds like you're not Beyonce. Everybody tries to compare themselves to these people. It's great to be inspired by work ethic and different things, but don't let that be become your your sole motivation or your drive or you're a part of your identity because is that attainable for you and this year has just given me such
0: right so for me right and I'm thinking about my identity because I think about it you know a lot outside of you know the work that I do or whatever and Mm -hmm. you know I I try to be very careful about Zodiacs, and I'm pretty sure Stephanie isn't going to have to say anything about zodiacs or whatever. But <laughs> she I, would like to, you know, I'm not going to give out my whole my whole birth chart because apparently to the astrology girl, you're not supposed to do that. I guess it's like giving out your social security. But I <laughs> what you're not supposed to? Is it to give because
1: out- of like voodoo or something? I mean, I, I don't, don't want know. to go there. Not,
0: girl, but I think I guess maybe somebody can see your birth chart and. I don't know, maybe
1: they can... you gotta ask Manipulate them. you? I maybe. mean, people do it on Twitter all the time. So I just maybe. didn't know it was maybe. a yeah bad thing. Maybe it's
0: like giving a, a key to your soul. I have no idea. But I'll give you my my two. You know, we have, they have a big three. You know, you have the big three, right? You have your sun yeah. sign, your moon sign, and you have your rising, or slash, ascendant yeah. sign. I'll give you my two. And I'll tell you how that helped me kind of figure out like who I am, like, and I'm, it's helping me to kind of figure out who I am. So I was born in July 21st. I'm on the cusp of a cancer and a Leo, but I'm still a cancer. That is my sun sign. My moon is a Virgo and I identify a lot with my Virgo side, especially when it comes to, you know, the moon is supposed to be your emotions, especially so that I'm a very, when things happen, it, and it, it's it's crazy because I'm a cancer, so I'm supposed to be like this emotional being, but like my Virgo side does not allow for me to just be super, super emotional. I think very um, logical, practical, analytical, strategical, like I'm a strategical Virgo. I was just thinking <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> Very see, see, you, you, let me you strategize really well
0: yeah let me let me correct okay but anyway you know that's kind of you know who i am and but then as a cancer i have this very creative imaginative you know very earthy and so for me it's like how do i find that balance because as a child i was always in creative things but as an adult i still want that creative feel but i have to have structure and i i see that just from my just from my zodiac signs and just reading it. It's just like some people may believe in and they don't, but I actually do because it helps me um kind of just process, you know, how how I process things. And that's what kind of, you know, that's just my beginning of my identity, kind of just who I am or the way I feel or how I think.
1: What about you? Yeah. Uh I'm so it's great that you brought up zodiac signs because I was actually thinking like oh it's Valentine's. I love Valentine's. I just love these this time of the year, right? And it's because I have a cancer moon. Um and um my you're, what? Very,
0: more, you're very more of a cancer than
1: I am. I'm not a crybaby. Um but what's wondering. my <laughs> is it a sun my sun sign? Okay, yeah. Um but I'm a Capricorn. So my Capricorn and my Cancer. Balance each other out so well, but my um, Capricorn definitely does take a lot over with me and and how I operate and what I do and how I'm very meticulous. Um, how I love money, but we're I'm working on that, guys. Every day I talk to you whenever we come to the episode, and I'm talking to Brittany also. I'm learning every day, like what's attainable and thinking about things for me. I just like security. Um, But Capricorns, if you guys ever meet us, a lot of people are like, oh, you guys are so mean or they're standoffish or I don't know, I just think we're just most of the time in our own world thinking that we're smarter than everybody, unfortunately. And and that's also something that I'm working on. But I think my Cancer Moon um, definitely allows me to be very empathetic and compassionate. um, And it helps me make people I, i'm one of my strengths is individual, individualization i couldn't get that word out either but <laughs> that is, it is a word for you. But I really seek to individualize people, even when I'm working with friends, when working with friends, when I'm working with co-workers and different uh, coaches and clients, and even with my friends, I like to make sure that people feel like they have an individualized experience and that they feel seen. And that's why I love visibility work so much. But I do think that my cancer showed as a child, and Brittany and I both are very creative. We come from creative families. We all love art and just different things that you could technically say of like literature and culture and all of those things that are considered artsy. Yes, yes. And so, but when I was a kid, I didn't realize, but uh, my family used to call me Sybil, man. And I used to you, Oh, Brittany, this is new information I'm so sorry, I don't mean to cheat on you With the podcast by giving you information you did, not, you did not know But yeah, they used to call me Sybil Because when I was small I used to have these terrible, terrible tantrums And I don't know where they came from But I guess that's how I expressed myself Um, Was through Was my cancer moon when I, They said I used to shake when I would cry And I'd get so angry at people And it'd be like, oh ah! Of like that little bit kids balling up their fist and and that type of thing, and then my mom also said I was very clingy as a kid, so I think that's ways where my cancer moon shows up. But I mean, now these days, I, I have a hard time identifying if it's come from my zodiac or if it's come from me reading multiple psychology books and being in class and also having managerial expense experiences. So Brittany and I talk about zodiacs a lot, but. Uh, please believe that whatever, I do ask God for direction when I see Zodiac things, because I do believe God is very creative and he did have a hand in this, but I do also ask before I start reading and Brittany and I exchange these things to bring attention for me to see the things that you'd like me to see. So that's just a a thing there before you guys think that Brittany and I are, um, what is it? What is her name? What's Iggy Azalea? Azalea Banks? What's her name? Azalea Banks, she was burning chickens or something. Girl, I just was, uh,
0: she was sacrificing chickens. Sacrificing yes. I'm okay, people. so Brittany
1: and I do not do that. You know, especially if you're on Twitter, you
0: probably see all the astrology and you know, all the astrology. Yeah, girls. I don't think they necessarily
1: think anybody's in there, um sacrificing. I don't know. I think people might think hey. that people are doing some crazy you know things. What?
0: If you want to sacrifice chicken. Do you stay away, <laughs> stay away from me? I'm kidding. Do you move? do your thing? If you feel like I... that, if you feel like that's gonna help you, you do that. We don't sacrifice chickens around here in these parts, but if that's if that's your thing, I mean that's your thing. Whatever floats your boat, hey, <laughs> get it how
1: you live. Boat. Right. Definitely, definitely. So speaking of all this and how I just said I love Galentines and Valentine's, I like, had to force Brittany to do Galentine's Day with me um last year because I love to send like my homegirls Galentine's Day cards. Y'all not getting any from me this year, so don't be looking for them because I was not going to the post office to get stamps because we're in a pandemic. So maybe get an e-card. <laughs> but um, y'all are not getting anything from me this year. But I don't know. I feel like I might be the only person who just thoroughly loves this holiday, this time. I think it just gives me a chance to show the people that I love and the people that I care about that, you know, that they're special to me and how much they mean to me.
0: I saw something on Twitter. And I don't know how true mm-hmm. it, About, I think, February 13th or 15th, one of those dates being like a black Black women's, val- not Valentine's Day, but like, or like love. Why Black- we
1: you got the 13th?
0: Black love day or something. I don't Why know. Why we got
1: the 13th? Maybe,
0: if you know what I'm talking about, after you hear this, um, it's going to probably be past Valentine's Day. But let me know. I think it's, I think it is. It's, you know what? Well, I don't know where I was going with that. So let's just go ahead. And- <laughs> I'm just questioning
1: the 13th. <laughs> go ahead. And- <laughs> I don't know.
0: But I feel like it, I- Twitter is a very great place you found out a lot of things some of them I mean, are twitter got a fact check um because one thing we do know there's a lot of kids on this internet and they like to get on there and have grown people conversations
1: first off i'm just so glad i <sighs> am so glad i grew up most of oh, my, you know, before. my childhood, yeah, before social media, the whole social media thing, which we'll probably get into a little bit later, but especially when we're connecting to our identities. But, yeah, again, sorry, girl. Keep going.
0: Valentine's Day, though. Yeah, Morgan always kind of has to. I mean, I don't know. Like Again, this is this is my Virgo, um, I guess, move, just kind of coming through. Like, I, I don't know. I guess I can be very just stoic. I guess that's the word. I don't really know. I can just seem very emotionless sometimes. It's not the case, but the way I process my emotions, I'm not very, um, not really an outwardly emotional person. So, like, sometimes I don't have an issue with it. I mean, I know what's going to happen just by every single year. I'm, gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
1: to get a car. I'm going to get a card. Now, I thought I was cynical. And I mean,
0: of course, I'm open to, you like, you know, having new experiences. I'm not saying that, but it's just like when we get around this time, if I'm not, you know, romantically involved with anybody else or anything like that, I know I'm going to get a card and some candy from my daddy. So I look forward to that. But I I can, I know what's going to. Hey, listen.
1: I hope my people remember me this year. My daddy all. my daddy was so sweet.
0: He always gave me um, candy and a card. He used to do all the time in college. I ain't never afraid in college either. Oh, Don is, is not going
1: to go to the post chocolates. office.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to get that card in them chocolate, So I ain't worried about... It. I know one person is going to get me something. So
1: My you know, and dad would do that if we would see each other. But um, because I'm I, no I, I longer love, even in the
0: vicinity. I love seeing people
1: in love. And I love seeing...
0: You know, friends shower their friends with love. You know, I, I'm just not the type of person that just normally kind of initiates that type of thing. I just, I just kind yeah, of That's chill.
1: okay. That's what I'm here for. You have a good balance in your friend group. And I think I just take on the role of like. The cancer. I don't know. The cancer. <laughs> no. I. think well, that's what it that is- that means, Morgan, because when the I get the room cancer room. card I just feel like people are like you cry baby <laughs> like I just, you emotional ball of mess <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but I try to tell
0: Morgan all the time I'm like you are more of a cancer than I am and she's like no and I'm not like yes you are like no, right.
2: Morgan not. will be the
0: girl that will help somebody who's drunk in the club me I'm probably just gonna look at her a little crazy and two step on that way God, God, God
1: would want me to do that yeah you're talking about last New Year <laughs> <laughs> and she was very much she is go very go. much younger than us. I, I would think she was at least. I don't know, but you she know was very to us from the beginning. She was very rude to us in the beginning and you know what? And all of her friends left her and she knows she was violently ill in a, in a new year's party. So I said, Hey girl, let's get up. Let's take you to the bathroom and her friends didn't know she was gone for like 30 minutes. So I hope, you know, she takes some gander and thinks back about who, you know, you never know how you treat people because that might be the person that you need. And then two, are those your real friends? But Brittany has, Brittany has, has crusade has chastised me <laughs> so much. Reason, I, I, I would have left part. it. I'm,
0: that's what you get. Learn <laughs> <Well, I'm laughs> lesson right now, right here, right now, in this party, in this club, about how you be meeting to people and how people and how your friends will let you sit there and look crazy.
1: Getting but sick- it maybe was not maybe that wasn't illuminated to her at the point until she had someone who she you know you know how they say to treat everybody with and the same respect like the CEO heart. and the janitor. Yeah. yeah. You said what? That's why
0: God put it on your heart and not mine because I wouldn't have been a kid that way. I would have just been like, should I help her? And the devil on my side, would am like, nah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
0: the devil. Don't think so. Don't think we're going to help this one. We're going to just let her figure that one out on her own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of growth and development. <laughs> okay, so. So I asked Brittany and I kind was like, how fun would it be for us just to take a moment, of course, in all of our episodes, but especially this month, just to chat about, of course, our self-love, our identity. And we're even going to get even further and hot and heavy in that identity exploration process later. I'm so excited for Stephanie to come. I feel like Stephanie is going to read me today and give me a read that I'm silently not going to know that I need. So I'm embracing myself. And putting my seatbelt on. But also just for a time for us, just to enjoy our growth and development as it comes to us, you know, personally or professionally. So we also just encourage you guys to also just take some time to celebrate yourself and to treat yourself to maybe something different this month. So as we're thinking about all of our little reflections and our self love and all of those hot things, Brittany, like with a little check in, I guess you could say, what are some wins that you'd like to share or some goals you accomplished recently? Ooh, I know some things you've done too. If you forget, I can just tell you, but. It, because <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing big or small yeah you you don't have to tell me girl um oh
0: police! you've just, done a lot i've just been
1: chilling i mean i don't know how else
0: to really you know it's i've just i've just been chilling
1: guys she's just being really bashful Brittany and i worked on a project together crossing our fingers about two weeks ago that she, would, that you, um, ma'am, don't look at me crazy. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm not no, trying to. I don't know to you about it. I know you don't want to talk about it, so we're not going to put it in full, you know, fruition. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Brittany works on a project that what I'm pretty sure is different and that it always takes a little moment of like co- stepping out of our comfort zone as well as knowing that we are qualified, qualified. So Brittany and I worked on a couple of things for her to have some new opportunities. And I was like, girl, you've done this. You've done that. You've done this. You've done that. You've done so much. And it's so funny how like, a lot of times that I guess we don't see these things or we just think they're just so regular to us, but they are really big to other people. So stop trying to be bashful and not make that face. Yes. Oh no,
0: that had nothing to do with you. That was <laughs> I was touching a box and it made like a rubbing noise, and so I was trying. Oh. I was like, this mic like, trying to pick that up. That was it. Oh, okay. Now, I, I think, thought
1: you. Know, I'm not really. I'm
0: not really good with being able to take a step back and look at myself from other people's perspective.
1: You think that's your Virgo side?
0: That that might be my Virgo side. Just being very, just kind of, just like. Yeah, I'm I'm here. This is looking this way. Not always looking out and around. Kind of just looking straight forward. You know, I don't
1: know. We'll figure it out. Maybe Stephanie can can help you identify those things. What's going on? I know another thing that you did. You also completed like you got your whatever it was that um, you finished a course. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) i did a couple
1: of them okay guys if you ever need me i could just write britney's resume for you i can tell her all the great things probably all the good things that my friends have done that you guys just i don't know sometimes it might be imposter syndrome but celebrate yourself
0: it could very well be imposter syndrome
1: it could very well um we can talk about that yeah with stephanie yeah i think that'd be awesome
0: so what about you
1: I've just know. said, uh, since I, green green. <laughs> <done>. <laughs> you know since I know everything that you're doing. That's a Since I know everything. Well, when it comes to you, I think I do know everything for the most part. Um, oh, wow. I feel pretty confident about that. I've known you for almost 27 and a, and a half years of my life, so. Oh, yeah,
0: we missed my half birthday, girl. That was back in January.
1: Well that was my birthday, so it didn't really matter. Sorry. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sorry. No, but no, let's first think of something that you that I didn't say, big or small for you. Um that you didn't say? Mm-hmm. Something that I didn't I actually, say.
0: Okay. I, I got I made an office. Ooh, you did. You make an office. Because the majority of this pandemic, I've just been in a chair in my room with a little, um, a little tray like one of those eating trays. Just Mm -hmm. have that set up, have my computer on there, and I would sit there. Um, And eventually, I was like, you know what? I need to make an office, so I went to another room, and I used what I had there use some stuff that I got for Christmas too. I didn't know what the original intent was for. I just got it for Christmas and I just used it to kind of like spruce up the room and kind of make it a little more office move my printer in there, move something. And I was like, you know what, I got something going on here.
1: I was really like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of You gave me. yourself
1: some separation of space?
0: Gave myself some separation of space. Gave myself some, um, um, oh boy, S word, um, some
1: solitude in your for your bedroom to be your bedroom
0: i think i was thinking of uh, lord it's not coming to me maybe strategy you No, know, gave myself some um security get some structure there we go gave myself okay. some yeah. structure wow yeah girl, it was it took me one minute.
1: Um I thought but I was thinking of the word too, which makes me just it's a wow for me had, than it is for you. I I had it, it was the tip of my tongue, and then every other word started coming
0: up except the one that I meant. Yeah. So, structure. Um like I said, that's my Virgo, my Virgo room. I need some type of structure. Just like being all over the place, I feel chaotic. I I cannot mm-hmm. get anything done when the bed ain't made up shoes all over the place, when I don't, and then, like you said, separating it kind of gave me, okay, this is, this is my bedroom, this is where I relax, yeah. this is where I lay down, this is where I go to sleep. Um, now, this is my office, this is where I work on things. Um, so, you know, that separation, like, I didn't realize how important that was to actually just create a space separate from my other space, because I would just feel, I would just kinda sit sometimes in that in my room, in my little office that wasn't my office. And I would feel so like, you know what, I'm just sitting here all day. Oh, I'm just sitting here. And I just feel tired of going to my office. I know, like, okay, it's time to go ahead and close this down so I can go wherever into my other space to relax. Your
1: space. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah. That that is one thing. Okay.
1: So now what
0: about you, miss? I know everything about you. Do you know everything about me? No, I'm talking about you. You are miss. I know
1: everything about you. Me. Oh, me. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, now my feelings are hurt because you don't know everything about me. So now my cancer feels struck. But it's fine. You know I'll just pop quiz you <laughs> later. I'll find us a Galentine's game to play. Oh, yeah, you're going to be in the mountains. What am I going to do? Okay, well, we're going to talk about that later, guys, or some things you can do next week. But check in with uh, me. So, small, huh? Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. here. What was it? I missed it. I was going to say, let's go ahead and jump into that, but I forgot that you have to tell us what you've accomplished. Like, what's your... Oh, my check-in. Yeah. Yeah, so me. some things that I have accomplished this week was I finished my thirty five page paper capstone appendix woo-hoo. and woohoo so I am <laughs> oh do it again please please Thanks. I like I like that a lot. <laughs> if I did it, it would be really bad. It'd be like bop, bop, bop. It'd be like <laughs> You gotta feel it. You gotta
0: put
1: some <laughs> I you guess I need to put some in my chest, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really excited about that. I'm almost finished. I'm like 99% finished with my capstone. I just have one small thing to do and then I'll start again applying for my doctoral app. So I'm just so excited that I stuck with my plan and got that done because I have lately just wanted to watch Netflix and chill. I have not wanted to do anything. No work, no nothing. I have just wanted to just exist in my living room in some cute pajamas. But that is something that I'm just... Super excited that I've accomplished. So now that we just talked about a lot of the things that we accomplished, and then even with our imposter syndrome and how sometimes it's really hard to just even say what we're qualified for or things that we could even celebrate or that we're good at, when we have those issues, like, how do you give yourself some grace? Like, what do you do to practice that self-care, that self-love, since we're in the theme of love and care How do you give yourself grace when you feel like the imposter syndrome? Mm.
0: I don't know. I may still be working on that. That may be something that I'm still working on. Um, Most of the time, I just try to get out of my head um, Mm -hmm. about whatever it is. Just kind of like, girl, okay, we about to go and, I don't know, listen to some music we going to go listen to something else. We're going to go get our mind off of whatever it is that's got you feeling crazy or imposter-ish. We're just going to go and just do something else.
1: Um, what about you? I think for me... I definitely understand that, too. But I think sometimes when I get the imposter syndrome things, it kind of couples with anxiety for me. And then I start to freak out or it's either because I'm probably worried about completing something or doing something. And it's kind of like ties along in a time frame. So for me, I just like to say affirmations. Um, For me, it's like, girl, you can do this. You got this. You're capable. You're qualified. Um, and that you have all the tools to succeed, and then a lot of times I just like to say you're wealthy, you're healthy, and whatever else Flo Millie says. Um, I didn't even know that was a song until today. It's Flo Millie, I think that's it's. Um... But she said it in a song, and with t- t- Young Trap Star. I'm feeling so bad right now. I'm showing my age. <laughs> young Taper. Baby Tape, all that, said that. Oh, Yes, Young Baby Tape. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> oh, Christ, I'm so embarrassed. I said Young Trap Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord um, um young baby tape but Flo millie is a part of the song though she's also a capricorn okay and this she's is why like, i think i registered with her so much
0: she said i'm healthy i am wealthy
1: i am rich i am that bitch hello that's so what she
0: said i didn't listen to the song
1: I love that. That is such a cap mood, man. I love it. But yeah, I say those things to myself. um, And I do take that time to just uh, speak over myself, you know, and I'm about to get it wrong again. Is that Yolanda Adams? No. 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 Fun fact, guys, I'm terrible at songs and lyrics. So don't ever ask me the words
0: or the person. Now, don't get me the line about this one. When I listen to that song, now that is that is a good song. A so. That encourages us. encourage yourself. That Now, that song. Yeah, I will say if I'm really just like I need some real encouragement. That song encourages us What on Spotify it says the Tri City Singers. Singers.
1: You know what? Here's that that's
0: it. That know, I'm not sure who the lady is that's leading the song. But I think on Spotify says
1: to try. Shirley Caesar. I'm kidding. Girl. <laughs> not Shirley. I'm done. <laughs> I, we, we are done playing karaoke with Morgan because I have no idea. But yeah, just some affirmations and just addressing that imposter syndrome and not being so serious with yourself, man. Like, I have had to really. Because I think the little person that lives inside my head wears a suit all day. And I have to just. <laughs> could step out of that moment and just be relaxed and have fun and just take a moment to just celebrate myself. And I always don't have to accomplish it, accomplish anything to celebrate myself. Like I can just be, you know, just being doing me and just living in that, you know, that moment that makes you feel like I feel really good about myself. And that's so why another thing is just so important to just celebrate yourself. And I know a lot of times everybody's like, well, you shouldn't be you know, celebrating or doing anything if you haven't accomplished anything. You've accomplished so much by just being here, by just existing, by just evolving and committing yourself daily to whatever it is that you're committing yourself to. So always, always take time to celebrate yourself. So now that we've talked about giving ourselves some grace and some self-love and care, and so Brittany and I are still taking a deep dive into our identities. And Brittany, if you had to just take a straight shot, no chaser, about identifying, (laughs) your eyes got big, (laughs) identifying or acknowledging or calling, like, what would you, how would you identify yourself? No wrong, no right or wrong answer. How would you identify yourself?
0: Right. Um, so I'm gonna
1: refer back to my zodiac signs. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> because that's all I got for you at this moment. Um I can just piece things together, right? So that's yeah. kind of what I do. Tricks that I know about myself. I know that I am creative, I know that I um am analytical, I know that I need stability, I know I'm a person that likes peace and Mm -hmm. harmony way more than any other type of drama. Um, I also know that I have a very spontaneous aspect about me that I don't always, um, I guess, act on or get to kind of like bring out, but I'm excited. I get excited about, you know, going somewhere new, trying different things. Yeah. You know, I love food. I love food. We and both love food. <laughs> it's, it's not too much that I don't like. So, you know, I get excited about doing new things, trying new things,
1: trying Your new taste maker. things. you
0: tastemaker. Yeah, like, I just, you know, I that's, that's kind of, you know, how I start to kind of identify kind of how I would bring it all together into one. Don't know exactly how that you know, but I still find these things about myself daily, weekly, monthly, new things about how I just, how I operate, um, what I like and what I don't like. I find myself, I'm very peaceful, I'm very happy, I'm very content, when I'm by myself though. I don't have an issue with being by myself. Like, at yes. all. I, I, I'm I, snapping. I do, I do not. I do not need, you know what I'm saying, constant like companionship or whatever like that. I, I I I'm okay with being by myself and being in my space and being in my mind and what I wanna do and how I feel. Um yeah, you know, those those are just parts of everything. Like I said, maybe Stephanie can, you know, um
1: help help you come helping you to fine a tune better, that.
0: Yeah, fine tune and come to a better conclusion like, you know, just Type of person that I am, and what I enjoy, and what I like, and my identity.
1: What about me? I think my identity has definitely changed over a couple of months. I think I have considered myself a lover of all things that make me happy, like how you just said. I just love life, man. I love existing and I like discovering new things and I love to learn. I consider myself a lifelong learner. So anything that I can learn from or learn from somebody daily is just like an energy boost for me. But I think for me is I am a person who thrives off just giving. Um, I love to give. I, I love to, to also, I don't want to call myself like, you know, people say you like to save people. I don't like to save people, but I do like to, that's the helper in me. Huh? You like to nurture people. I do like to nurture. I definitely, that's why I think I like to entertain and host at my house all the time. Like I, I like to take care of the people that are close to me or find ways that I can be helpful. And so I've kind of zoned in on that piece of my identity and just who I am and what I enjoy over this time of the pandemic, because I was very always a booked and busy girl, very on the next thing, very just always trying to figure out, okay, what's next? What can rebellious do next? What can I do next? What can I learn next? What can I commit myself to next? So my calendar looks full. Um, And so I just have a time to just continue to get to my goals, whatever that goal is. And so now I've been able to fine tune as I've gotten older and especially finishing my master's program about, who it is that I just want to be. And I'm taking time in yoga, like I did before. I'm finding things that um, make me happy, like that have made me happy as a kid. Um, I'm finding different things that just excite me. And I'm just really happy that, you know, that I'm just in basking, you know, basking in me, like I have a good time in this apartment by myself. I'll tell you that. Like, I probably have full-blown conversations with me. <laughs> I mean, but that's a sign of intelligence, guys. Oprah says it's fine. But no. I am... Oprah did say that years and years ago. Like, imagine a seven-year-old watching Oprah, me. But either way... um I dance like all through my kitchen, man. I just have moments of where I laugh at myself. I'm just really just loving who I am. Um, I like who I am. Doesn't matter what I have on. If I don't got nothing on, I just like who I am. And I think that's just a real important part of our identity. And also being able just to separate from relationships and family and organizational affiliations and titles when you think about who you are as a person. So that's just a really big thing. And I think our identities just require us to take a, you know, a step back and to also to be more intentional with how we move in our actions towards ourselves and others and how we work. So if we aren't, you know, clear in who we are and what our identity is, I think it can cause a lot of confusion, not only for ourselves but other, you know, parties involved. Yeah. That's why I think it's important to be able to separate your identity from. And now when I just say relationships, I don't necessarily mean like romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about yeah. just relationships in general. Right. Um, and I'm kind of where you are too It's like, I love me. I love being with me. And if you disturbing me and me, me, myself and I's peace, you got to go. You got to go. It doesn't matter if you're a person, place, or thing. I'm walking away from it if it is causing me any stress or anxiety or just my peace. Yeah. So how do you think that? I guess, like, why do you think it's important that we really may establish our identities, you know, separate from our relationships and things with family and organizational or work things?
0: Because you're always going to be with yourself, no matter, you know, like, what's going on, no matter the relationship, no matter the job, you always are going to be with you, with yourself. And so... If anything, we know that str- like anything that's going to last or that's going to stand the test of time has to have a strong foundation. And I feel like your identity is that is that mm-hmm. foundation, that strong platform or whatever that you kind of just fall back on or rely on, this is the type of person that I am, this is what I do, this is how I feel, this yeah. is what I don't tolerate in my life. And that kind of dictates a lot of your relationships, your jobs. All that, when you kind of know the person that you are, you allow yourself to know what you will and cannot and will not tolerate. You know, just, just how type of person that you are. What works for you and what doesn't work for you. So yeah, definitely just, you know, knowing that much about your identity can I definitely, you know, um, set you up to um, be able to I guess, work in other spaces or even in other relationships in a more um, genuine and, yeah. you know, just a more genuine way because you're basically, you know, with yourself, it's, you know, just genuine, just being genuine.
1: Yeah, it's that building that transparency with ourselves, right? Right. Like we have to be able to hold our own selves accountable to who we are, what we've experienced, how we're growing. And then also be transparent with ourselves. Like, hey, sometimes the process isn't always easy. And then also acknowledging where you mess up and then where you're doing great at. So it's definitely that accountability. So one what'd you say?
0: I've also learned, this is just on my television thing, right? (laughs) Anyone knows me, you know, I like to watch horror. I like psychological thrillers. I like all the crazy stuff. But then there gets to a point where I know that I've had, I've maxed out on it. <laughs> and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. we probably, you know, don't need to watch anything um with vampires today. Or we probably yeah.
2: don't need to Ozark. watch. Ozark.
0: <laughs> we probably don't need to watch anybody getting slaughtered today. We probably need to go find something that's going to, you know, Tune it up a little bit, a little happy. Little, in the happy go lucky, And that's something that i definitely kind of just learned about myself. I like all that darkness. I do. But um, sometimes you got to take a breath, take a break, come up for some light and for some air. And so, um, yeah,
1: that's, that's definitely one thing I've kind of just learned about myself. It's Creating attitude. balance. hmm A healthy balance. Yeah. So before we have Stephanie come on, guys, here are some suggestions that we just want to give to you to, for you to try out with you and your gal pals or your significant others or just yourself um, throughout this month of love and reflection and all your Valentine's Day. So here are a couple of things. So first, as Brittany was just giving you guys about what we're watching with Brittany britney's bites britney's shows tv i I rename it each time what to watch with britney okay what to watch with britney so (laughs) (laughs) okay i added (laughs) i love it so guys here are some things that you can watch with britney okay so first up um
0: i haven't watched this yet but i've heard some great things about it. It's on my list today. I want to watch Malcolm and Marie um, starring Zendaya and um, John Washington. I'm very excited about that. The film is like, I think, all in black and white the whole entire time. And they're Mm -hmm. just in this house for however long. I think it was going to be like an hour, and 30, hour, 50 maybe. So I'm going to watch that. But if you've already seen that um, and you want something that maybe you hadn't thought about before, um, one of my favorite movies, and it's just a nice little feel-good, like, um, real, just light-hearted kind of movie um, from, I believe it's 1992, Love Potion Number no. 9, starring Sandra Bullock. Okay, guys, I know y'all probably just like, girl, what is that? Trust me, if you are in the mood for something really light-hearted, Very sweet, very heartwarming, Um, you know, just it is something different. This Love Potion number 9, I'm not exactly sure where you can watch it, possibly on Amazon. Um, But, yeah, if you're interested in that, go try and check that out. Um, What else did you say? I
1: think you mentioned Sylvie's Love. I still oh, haven't. I love Sylvie's love. Ugh, my heart is bursting right now. I still haven't had a chance to watch that yet.
0: It was very dark on my TV, so I have to try to figure out a way so that I can actually see the picture. Um, but I do have it on my list to watch. Um, also, let's see. What else did we say? Oh, the classic Love Jones if you just want to go for a nice, you know, sexy, very loving movie with your significant other or just by yourself or with your girls or whatever and just drink some wine, just have a good, mm. do it responsibly now. Six feet away. <laughs> <laughs> with Maybe the mask. Throw, throw the mask in there now. Take a little sip, put the mask right back up.
1: Have Get some Halladine.
0: Throw right, throw an air purifier in the mix too. Can, um, yeah, and you know, just those are some of the things that I think you know for the holiday for the Valentine's Day be very very good. Um, that was also that one movie on Netflix. Um,
1: we both watched it with um the one of the, the, Wayne the date they date to match fight um the right match the. So we- Love.com. No. Maybe that was. Um, I I would Google it, but I do don't it? yeah, I didn't That's want the <laughs> to be I'll, on the I'll, I'll do it. I'll leave it on. well. Brittany looks that up and some also some lighthearted movies, and that one is one as well, or TV shows is watch. This is of course the classic Bridesmaids, right? Bridesmaids is definitely a go-to, um, as well as Dang! Oh, two can play that game. Okay, yes, two can play that game. A lot of fun. Just really cute to watch. If you want to keep it classic, watch The Notebook. You know, uh, such a heartthrob. Love that Not it. <laughs> That's like <laughs> it's on
0: Netflix well, though. But it's like a social experiment. It's not the movie that we were talking about.
1: Oh, my God. What is it called? It's the guy off of New Girl, but I can't think of his He's name. He's Wayne's He's, like, the youngest Wayne. He's brother. a Wayne's brother? Yes. What? Okay, you learn something new every day. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. And then there's... I'm also watching a series right now called Firefly. And Brittany says it's based off a book, and Love I can definitely... Guaranteed. Love, Love Guaranteed. Love Guaranteed. Yes, that's the movie. The movie is Rachel called Love Guaranteed.
0: And... Damon
1: Wayans Jr. Wow, I can't believe he's a Wayans. But yeah, that's a really good movie. Um, Fireflies, I was just talking about, it talks about two best friends that grew up together. Um, One's famous, one isn't. They've chosen different paths, but it definitely wasn't written the way that I thought it was going to be written, but it's still um, an interesting story to follow and their friendship. It kind of reminds me of the white version of Molly and Issa, um, definitely catch up on insecure if you can. Definitely to that something just to, to, to binge watch and keep up with. But we always have to keep up with our what we're watching with Brittany. So that's something that you guys should just keep in mind. I hope you had a pen and pencil just to grab some of those things and some other things that we want to suggest for you to do. So here's one thing I love to do just during some time. I want to have some self-care, just some me time. I love having my favorite dinner delivered and I'm grabbing a good bottle of wine, right? Or again, I don't really care to cook, but when I do cook, I put my heart in it. And I um, like to look up a new recipe on YouTube or you can cook with Chef Emerald. His name not Emerald. What's the mean one? Ramsey. Chef Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. He's got a couple of YouTube videos that you can definitely just take some time and cook with him. And just, I don't know, you could even do a FaceTime date um, with one of your girlfriends or with, you know, your significant other as well whatever, whoever they may be, but you guys can do something like that together and go pick up those ingredients. You can do a spa day at home, okay? Brittany and I, our new obsession lately has been like, how can we do our own nails? And we are the winning. Tics. The girls are Because we are tics. afraid of the COVID. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the girls are nail techs, okay? You can't tell Nailing. us that we don't know how to do these nails.
1: Yeah. Right? I sent Brittany a picture of my kit the other day and I was like... I'll do your nails for $20, like, but she's not even here, so, right. yeah, but, I, just, um,
0: I was like, where did you get those nails from, and she told me, and I'm just like, let me see if I can find, it. and I found those nails, I have yet to put them on, though, I'm, I've planned I'm
1: going to gonna get a new pack today, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with the other ones, Literally. but yeah, definitely go do that. Do not sleep, oh, that's another thing,
0: so if you wanted to feel really pretty, really nice, and like you said, like the at-home spot. Go to your local drugstore, okay? Do not mm-hmm. sleep on the the nails from the drugstore. Do not sleep on them. Because, like, once you give them a chance, and you kind of know what... They kind of give you the instructions and the directions to put them on. And once you actually put them on, they do not look horrible. They don't look like press-ons, guys. Right. People do not know. Like, and no one's going to know that you didn't go somewhere and get them done unless you just literally just stick them on there and they're like flopping off or something. But no one is going to know. I mean, and and then even if they thought they did, oh, well, mind your business. (laughs) Um, Just have a good time, y'all. I mean, like I said, go to the drugstore, go to your Walgreens, your CVS, wherever, get you a pack of those kiss nails, get you some water, give yourself a nice manicure, You know, um, cut those cuticles down. Yeah, on that nail and your nail, and just merge them together. Slide Slide them on, right? Slide them on and be your best. Be your best
1: self. Yes. So those, that's one of Brittany and I's Definitely, just pocket budget and covid being safe during this covid time has but also another thing you can do is of course watch a tutorial on a new hairstyle some makeup or a hobby that you want to learn do some wine and design in the house they've got a whole bunch of youtube tutorials on how to do that and i personally do that a lot you guys can go check out my instagram just to see what i'm doing And then lastly, job search, you know, do some job searching, read a book, um, get abreast on, you know, all the new trends that are happening in your industry. Think about a new project or just commit some time to something that you said you really wanted to accomplish, of course, with that new goal. And lastly, if this isn't your best or your favorite time of year, you need some time just to decompress or just step back from the world take some time off of social media, you know, take a break, take some time just to just bask in you.
0: Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, the social media thing can, it's very interesting how social media has just developed, you know, it's, it's because you never really thought that something like that could really have a a real effect on Uh, people, um, their mental, right? there, how they're yeah. feeling. So definitely, you know, don't feel the need to have to be on social media. I mean, I got told that I was a ghost because I really don't do a whole lot of posting. I try not to do a whole lot of scrolling, um, even though sometimes I go over my limit. I've given myself a limit. Sometimes <laughs> I go over that limit. Yeah. And I was like, it's okay, girl, we'll try again tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely taking that time. And so, like, tips for staying off of social media, right? If you feel the urge to scroll, maybe go play a game on your phone. I have, like, um, I think it's called word cross or cross puzzle. I have, like, so many different versions of crossword puzzles on my phone trying to keep this brain sharp child and just trying trying to um, just, you know, give myself something else to do other than just scrolling like a zombie. Um, go read a book go read an article go color color guys getting those adult coloring books and just mm-hmm. getting some you know some um some what color pencils I was about to say crayons color yeah pencils, and just color I have
1: twistables
0: now I use right. those you know do think do other things that you wanted to do that it can kind of help you like they also social need it too if you know this is not your favorite time of the year and you you're like the app yeah also just delete it yeah if you just want to do that delete it and find other ways to fill your time um and just remember you know it's love is all around you it doesn't always have to be mm-hmm. from a significant other think That's about right. your family members think about your friends think about your nieces. we love you, we love you. <laughs> right you know focus on the other aspects of love not just the romantic parts
1: exactly exactly and also just remember that just because you know you didn't post it doesn't mean it didn't happen you don't right. have to post every accomplishment to feel like you are keeping up with everybody else it doesn't matter what other people think um, social media is social media use it to be social but you don't have to just if, if you're having different accomplishments and just because you didn't share it, you be comfortable in the fact that it happened. You don't need anybody's validation, but your own. And like Brittany said, like you have so much different, you know, you have so much love and support and other things and places around you. I'm pretty sure even your pets love you. Like Brittany gave you so many different just examples of how you can really find just different ways of love and find time to also, whatever your way is of your spirituality to take some time into reflecting in that and and how you can really take some time to be in some self-love. So now it is time that we have all been waiting for, for our guest, Stephanie Kirkland, to come on with us. So I'm just so excited that the next voices you will hear are from myself, Brittany, and Stephanie, and she's going to talk to you more about her work with identity and identity shaping. So stay tuned all right, guys. So now we are back, and we are so excited to have Miss Stephanie Kirkland with us again, virtually. So, hey, Stephanie, how's it
2: going? I'm going good. How about you?
1: We are doing pretty well. I'm speaking for myself and Brittany. So sorry, Brittany, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I am doing good, right? <laughs> I was right. So guys, I just want to give you a brief bio of Stephanie before we allow her to formally introduce herself. So Stephanie is a women's leadership expert, coach, a speaker, trainer, author, and thought leader. And also one of my close colleagues. I enjoy Stephanie very much. We um, had finished our master's together. Well, I'm finishing. She's finished, But Stephanie knows firsthand how to help people get clear and achieve um, success despite the challenges they have faced. So she is known as the identity shaper. Her work is grounded in the philosophy that success begins with identity. When we understand who we are and are willing to do the personal growth work, success is inevitable. Stephanie has over 15 years experience in personal and leadership development and training, and she is passionate about seeing women unlock their potential for personal and professional success, so guys, Stephanie is doing some amazing things. So I just wanted to hand over to Stephanie to give you just a brief moment to further introduce yourself and just to talk a little bit about your work.
2: Um, so primarily, um, I think the the crux of my work is centered around identity development. Um, like I like you just read, identity really does um, start our space, right? It starts our show up and. And all of, I believe identity impacts all of those components. And so when we don't do our identity work, we really find ourselves at a loss at different seasons of transition in our space because we haven't done what we needed to do to make sure that we were in position for every transition that takes place in our lives, not realizing that we change and we grow or we stagnate. And sometimes when we hit up against seasons and we're kind of confused and wondering why I'm not lining up or why am I in this cycle, or I thought this was going to happen and it didn't, all of that really is just connected to identity and us not knowing how to process and evolve in a good, you know, reflective way. And so what I've done is I've put together um, programs and systems that help women, strategically create frameworks that they can build as they grow, transition, and evolve so that they can just lead themselves well in whatever situation they find themselves in. Primarily, I focus on four components, personal identity, um, professional identity, spiritual identity, and physical identity, and helping women just really create those frameworks around those conversations so that they evolve well.
1: Wow, that's a lot. Like, Brittany, didn't I tell you we had somebody great to look forward to today? Right, yes, right. We were just talking just through identity. And we were like, man, we can't wait till Stephanie gets here because um, we just have some things that we think that you can also help us with. And, you know, our listeners just talk through. And I think it's going to be really fun for our listeners to see us evolve and grow within, what, an hour or so spent <laughs> time of just understanding and answering some of the questions that we had. So just wanted to ask, so how do you think understanding our identity affects us?
2: Understanding your identity impacts whether you move forward to where you want to be or not. Hmm. We have... Um, the way the the brain is set up, we have patterns that have been groomed in us over our life set, right? Mm-hmm. And what people fail to realize is the last time our real, our personality had really been developed was when, and by the time we turned eight. So if you have no type of personal growth, personal development, engagement with how you um, are showing up, what limiting beliefs you're dealing with, mindset, um, what you want and what that looks like, and if you're not intentionally doing that kind of work, a lot of times we find ourselves in our conscious mind having hunger, desires, dreams, and passions, but really in our primitive brain, in our subconscious, it's still set in the patterns that have impacted our space over our lifetime. And so we end up living out of experience instead of out of intention. Does that make mm. sense? Out yeah. of what it is that we want and what we hunger for, because we never learned the skill set to actually evolve and put ourselves in a place to move forward with what it is that we see. So what I tell people all um, the time, there's new for the new. So there has to be a new me for the season that I'm walking in. Or what I'll do is I'll try to go into a new season, and I'm still the other person, the old mindset, perspective, habits, and behaviors. And I wonder why I'm not progressing, why I feel stagnant, why I can't get what I want. And then we find ourselves in that cycle and then we're frustrated. Then we're stuck. And it's like, shoot, life ain't right. You know, I'm not going (laughs) to do anything. It's not working. And then we're like, what's all this drama? The drama is you're not and you don't have the skill set to evolve just like you want or how you see in your conscious mind. So identity is everything. Identity is fundamental foundation for everything. And if we don't know who we are, if we don't know what our show up needs to be, and not only know what our show up needs to be, know how to do it, right, really the how, (laughs) then we, you know, we'll have hunger, dreams and passions and we'll find ourselves settling for the dream. Oh, my goodness. Instead of knowing that we can have it. So then we stay in fantasy mode. One day I wish. And then we find girlfriends who are in fantasy mode. It's going to happen one day, but we really don't believe it. Because we don't have process to evolve to experience it. So we don't believe we can have it. Even though we say we can in this conscious place, we know it's available or possible, but have it, that's different. So we end up settling and and just living and wishing and a dreaming.
1: Mm, Okay. So you just said two things that we're talking about. So for one, so you were talking about the how, right? So how can we do things or... What are some ways that we can find our identity and connection with our purpose? And then the second part is because you were saying, oh, I believe and I wish I'm what? So Brittany and I were talking about the imposter syndrome earlier, right? How that can have two spectrums and where we're like, okay, I'm doing awesome at this. And then it's like, why do I deserve this? Mm -hmm. Or am I really doing awesome and I'm not doing so hot? Mm -hmm. So when we put those, so of course, two separate questions and we can follow up again, but so how? what are some different ways and how can we find our identity and maybe in connection with our purpose?
2: Okay. So the first part, you're going to have to come back and, and talk come your back back. Back. <laughs> So the first thing that I hear is how do I do this identity work, right? Yeah. How do I create the frameworks to see myself evolve? And um, the first thing is I say all of the time that you don't find yourself, you decide who you are. Hmm, Don't find yourself. Like, you know, people say, I'm looking for me. I'm trying to find. No, you don't find yourself. You decide who you are. So once you get that settled in you, that there's nothing to search for, you hear me? There's something to decide, right? So now that I decide, right, what is that decision? Where am I going? Who do I need to become? I say this all the time, who you are today got you to where you are today, but who do you need to become to get you to where you're going? So now you have this framework, right? So you you know where you're headed, you know what it is that you need, you know the vision that you have for your space in life. So now the decision is, what does that look like? What does that woman, who is her, right? That's what I say all the time. Like when you close your eyes and you see your best self and you just in all of your deliciousness, who is she? What does this? Yes, do talk? Where does she yes. live? What's her money like? What's her language? What's her community? right? Now I have these pieces to my puzzle about the work that I need to do so that I can evolve to manifest in my life what it is that I want. So then I have to start dealing with number one, self-awareness. Okay, where am I here? What's What's going on with me? Why did I do that? Right? A lot of times we're not self-aware because we're existing. We're just here. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we, we ain't working on we just living off of these patterns that our brain has created over time. All that hurt and that baggage indoctrination. And we're just existing. We're just living. And so now we have to become self-aware of ourselves. Why did you say that? What does that mean? Where are you going with that? What does that situation and how are you going to deal with that? Is that how you want to show up? Is that the words you want to come out of your mouth? Because we're on this this um, this path that we need to address. So step one, you have to become self-aware of where you are so that you can make choices to do something different. And then after you become self-aware, you got to deal with your baggage, baby. Yes. (laughs) Your limiting beliefs, that stuff that's keeping you away from what you want. that stuff gets exposed because you know where you're headed, right? If I say that I want to be a basketball star, I'm not going to know the limiting beliefs to focus on if I don't know that I want to be a basketball star. So me not jumping high enough, me not talking a certain way, me not having a certain skill set won't be exposed so that I know that there's things that need to be addressed. And then even in my thinking and in my mindset, oh, my goodness, a lot of times we try to do things in our actions, right, through activity, but really, the true work is here. Your beliefs, your thinking, how you show up, your perspective, you know, those issues that are keeping you from having great conversation. And the only way to expose limiting beliefs is to go back to step one, being self-aware. Why did I say that? Ask yourself those questions. Where did that come from? Is that my mama? That ain't what I want to do. I ain't <laughs> gonna my, right. Just expose all of this stuff. You're like, I can't believe I did that. It's because those patterns were indoctrinated because during your grooming and upbringing, you created your personality based on what you were exposed to. So self-awareness, start working on those limiting beliefs, and then you have to deal with what do you need to add to your life? Because a lot of us have limited capacity. I love the word capacity, right? So now I have to work on, do I even have the capacity for where I'm going? And if I don't, what do I need to add and what do I need to subtract? And so then I start working on the adding and the subtracting. And then after I do that, what's my truth? Who am I? What's my show up? What's my language? What's, what do I want to emanate as a part of my process? And then learning what my truth is and how I walk that out. And then, ta-da, I have decided who I am. <laughs> I'm showing up. And then the things that I want in my life come to me. I don't have to beg or run or fight for it. It shows up in my space. Because I am who I need to be for what it is that I want. So those things work congruent, right? When I am who I need to be, what I want comes in my space, period. That's just how the Lord is worked out. So then I'm positioned to get manifestation and it flows. So that's th- that's the answer to the first question. <laughs> I
0: love that
2: answer.
0: That was a very good That was really that- good.
2: Yeah. And I
1: think just the whole deciding factor, I don't think that we do think about every day that we decide who we want to be. Like we are, you are the master of your fate. Like you decide, you decide when you want to show up, you decide how you want to show up, and you decide how you will let these things control or affect you. And I think sometimes we don't think about that to an extent of, what play, what are where are we putting ourselves in spaces and places, and how is that going to later on, you know, circle back and affect different things that we've already decided, right? That we want to do for ourselves. So it's really about that constant, that consistency. And I think it now when you're saying you know, decide like the decision, it, it just keeps coming to me as discipline. Mm-hmm. It's it's the discipline to and, and Brittany and I were talking earlier, it's just like you know, your identity is not always having to be connected into your work and things like that, but you have to have the discipline to be committed, yeah. right, to that work and that self growth and that self searching and development and deciding who you want to show up to be. So, Stephanie, we are just like, we're over here just basking in all of this goodness. Like, do I need to go to church tomorrow? I don't know. Because <laughs> hey, we are having.
0: I, but I, didn't I, said hear taking, something. I said, we are taking mental notes. Definitely <laughs> taking mental notes, especially on the part about, you know, it starts, it's here, it's in your mind. Cause it's yeah. like, sometimes it's that, that seems so simple, right? It's mm. like a very simple task to just be like, just change your mindset and everything else will change. And it's just like, but changing your mindset is hard. You know, that's, that is a very hard thing to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because your brain is conditioned Your brain was, your brain is on autopilot, right? It does certain things, but it's connected. This is the power. It's connected to our beliefs. Where We have something in our brains called the reticular activating system. Its whole job is to filter out information that comes into our space to only, hear me now, to only be connected to what we have already accepted to be true. Mm. Think about that. That's Where are the wonderful.
1: goosebumps? Where are they? They are here.
2: That's monster, right? So if, yes. so if my brain is filtering what I already accept to be true, when you say the master of my faith, see, this ain't got nothing to do with God. God knows who he is and you know who he is. And he's already given us truths and principles and powers and things to live by in our lives. But we still have to decide. Yes. Right? We yes. miss that part. I'm still responsible, even though he's great. I'm still responsible to choose. But Mm -hmm. if I have programmed myself that I can't have it, unconsciously now, this is not conscious stuff. This is in your subconscious mind, right? If I've already decided back here that, It's not going to work or I can't have it or I'm not good enough or the imposter syndrome. You know what your brain does, that reticular? It only brings into your life what you have already accepted to be true. So then we find ourselves in this cycle. And I heard someone ask me, Stephanie Wilson, how do we know? How does the brain know what to keep on knowing about me because of my beliefs? Because it's what you're focusing on. Whatever you focus on grows. That's why our thought life up here is monster. That's why we decide. Because your brain is waiting on your decision to come into partnership with you for your destiny. Oh my gosh. So my yes. destiny is controlled by yes. you. Come on, you know my destiny yes. is mine. I can choose. Yes. Then you can get confident and then you can get hungry. Then you don't have fear. Oh, what I want? Oh, I can have it, right? Because I understand what goes on in my brain. I understand the beliefs and the practices. I understand about the self-awareness and the positioning. I know that I have to stand and accept my beliefs. Then I understand and then I can add affirmations and visualizations and, you know, supports to help me manifest. Then there is nothing impossible for me. I can have whatever, I want. You know why? Okay. I know how to evolve to have it. Do you see that? So yeah. then we can have whatever we want. But here, man, this thing right here, and we have to reprogram it. We have to reprogram it. We have to come out of our comfort zone, right? So that we can have that 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 stress, that that discomfort of change. And we have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. when we learn how to do that, and we know that that discomfort is connected to where I'm going, man, it's like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. That's all right. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uncomfort. Come on. Challenges. Help me. Right. Because now challenges become triggers for something I need to work on. They're no longer meant to wipe me out. Do you see that? Challenges Mm -hmm. are not. Come. Bring it. I need, to know what's, I need to know what's going on back here, so I can fix it. I got somewhere to go. I got stuff to do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, Tiffany. Then the life becomes passionate and powerful, and, and things are not meant to take you out. It's just another opportunity for me to grow for my greater. And it's it's we we can control it.
1: That's mind blowing, and I think you just added a new like word to my more vocabulary, which <laughs> is monster. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yes, my vocabulary. Yeah, those, those are where the words that I make up in my brain, it makes me think of a lot of times where uh, Dr. K used to talk about our leadership dictionary. And every day I'm adding new things to my vocabulary leadership dictionary. And that is it. Yeah. So you just talked about just the uncomfortableness. Oh man, and man, can things get uncomfortable and man, can things get so comfortable just being in things that are familiar, right? Yeah. But when we think about, when we're tying back to that, that question before of that imposter syndrome and how that can have two sides for us. Where it's one where, okay, I don't deserve this, I'm not qualified. Why am I getting this recognition? Why am I able to even do this? Can I even do this? And then there's the other side of the imposter syndrome where it's like, I'm killing it. And really, you're sucking, right? It just <laughs> is what it is. You got to say it plain, <laughs> and Brittany's laughing because we're using fucking, <laughs> but there's no word to get to a point where we're really thinking on two different spectrums of how we view ourselves and how does that connect to our identity. But I have people ask me all the time, Morgan, how do I approach you know, defeating and, and just addressing the imposter syndrome. So I would love to hear your perspective on that with just identity.
2: Well, you're, to me, imposter syndrome is nothing more than our subconscious mind battling our conscious mind. That's all it is. You know how people say that the devil's on one side and the angel is on the other. Just, you know what I'm Brittany just talked about the devil on one side. <laughs> you know what that is? That's that's to me, that's the battle between the conscious and the subconscious, right? What mm. what is um subconscious is what I, the patterns, the behaviors, the thoughts, the concepts the perspectives of myself that I have that I never really addressed. Mm -hmm. So this power woman, this woman on the move, this girl got it going on, right? That's conscious. That's my intent, right? That's my intention. That's what I believe to be true. There's the difference between what's true and what's truth. True Mm -hmm. is T-R-U-E. Truth is how I live out my life in space. So there's a lot of things that we know is true But back here, they're not my truth. So when that battle starts happening, it's an opportunity for you to say, where did that come from? I'm not good enough. Where is the root? Because that's a belief. Mm. Well, I have to address each one. Okay, the first one, I'm not good enough. Where did that come from? Nine times out of ten, somebody told you off in elementary school, opinion, <laughs> and now it moves in your brain because emotion and memory go together to create a stronger bond in our thought processes. And then, as a result of that stronger bond, another circumstance happened, and it created a cycle, and it got stronger. And then something else happened, and it created a bond, and it got stronger. And so now we have this belief that is impacting our actions in life. And even though I'm hustling and working, Oh, that subconscious is saying, but that ain't who you really are. That's not what you told me. That's not what you thought. And now there's this battle. But I know. No, you don't. But I am. No, you're not. It's you battling the roots of thoughts, processes, beliefs, and perspectives that need to be addressed so that you can move forward with strength and power. So when that happens to me, don't, don't fight it. Learn from it because you have to change it. You have to know where it came from. What is the belief? How am I going to address it? What am I going to do with it? Pull up the roots, create a new belief, stand in it, affirm it, walk it out. And then the voice of that will eventually diminish. Mm -mm.
1: Love that. So Brittany, I know that you, we were, it's a totally different thing, but we were just talking about the whole, the red, the right and the left side and just decision making and thought processes. So just coming from earlier, how does that make you, I guess this is what we were all just talking about before with imposter syndrome and Brittany and I were talking about like some of her projects and things that we completed, but she didn't want to, she didn't want to see what the greatness was in them. So (laughs) I think I jotted down some questions, but I wanted to give you a second. If there was any questions before I move on with more questions with Stephanie or anything, she wanted to just chat about with her. Oh
0: yeah, definitely. Um, Just kind of coming from our conversation. And I remember the first thing that you kind of said was about the, the four, um, aspects or parts that you work with so when it comes to professional identity and um personal identity how do they do they are they the same do they correlate are they different how do they differ do you come across people who i guess identify more personally with per- their profession or you know you know just how do, how do you do those two just those right there let me just like differentiating that them. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: yeah, your, personal, yeah. your personal identity is centered on your beliefs, your values, your show up, your character, who you believe yourself to be, um, what your show up is, how you define um, your life message and how you walk that out as a person. Right. Mm-hmm. When we start dealing with professional or relational or social aspects of who we are, then we're talking about roles and responsibilities. So now on top of who I am as a person, Mm -hmm. now I'm walking into a professional context, right? right? So now I need to add to that, what is my show up here? What does it mean, another framework, what does it mean for me to be a professional, to be a leader? How do I want to address this issue based on who I am in my show up? So now you're dealing with a whole different context of conversation. So personal leadership is just you, naked, butt naked, booty blast. (laughs) about about who you are and and what you are and how you show up as you. Now I'm dealing with a role, right? With regards Mm -hmm. to my professional, social, or relational self. And now I'm making decisions about what that looks like for me. So some of the things that when I do my program is called Woman Behind the Vision, and we deal with professional development. A lot of those women are saying, how do I have life work harmony? Because I know who, I, you know, I'm, I'm good with who I am. I know what my role is on the job, but I have this battle, this identity crisis, right? Going on between me being a leader on the job and now I have this responsibility as a mom. Or how, how do I develop win-win relationships? You know what I'm saying? Or how do I, you know, have a visionary mindset as I walk as a leader in this space that's in addition to, because now I'm dealing with people and social aspects and cultural aspects of who I am. How do I deal with bias and judgment and unconscious bias and stereotypes as it relates to me showing up in this space? So really, you know, professional development and leadership and identity is about what is my show up in this particular space? And then what are the pieces to that that I need to decide again what my show up will be with that in the context to the different things that hit me as a professional?
0: Yeah, yeah, I can definitely understand that. Definitely
2: understand that.
0: And so with your work, do you see that you work more with a certain age group or is it um, just all across, you know, a spectrum of just from young 20s to late, you know, 40s or 50s? You know, like who who normally I guess
2: I can ask is someone who's coming to you? Right. Um, the main trigger, I think, for the people who come to me are people in transition. Like, mm-hmm. OK, who am I now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. happened. Or they feel a shift in their life, like something's different and it doesn't feel right. I need mm-hmm. to find myself here. Or, you know, so people who are in like a transition kind of season, mm-hmm. because really identity is about how do I evolve for what's hitting me in my face? Right. And so whatever's hitting, they don't feel adequate for. Or they don't feel positioned for us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, or or they're like, they look back, especially my my younger ladies, they look back and go, what? I'm 24 and all that stuff I dreamed? Oh, yeah. What Mm -hmm. happened? This ain't supposed to be what happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when people hit transition and they really are like stumped. I mean, like really frustrated, stumped. Mm-hmm. Um, and really know something that what's going on, they can't, it's not good and they don't want it anymore. That's when I get them. They're like, okay, maybe this is an identity issue because I'm starting to use the language more and it has nothing to do with purpose. Um, purpose and identity don't have any, they're not the same. And so when people start losing the conversation around purpose, like, is something wrong with my purpose? I'm not, I don't know my purpose. No, it's not purpose, it's your identity. Mm-hmm. And you don't That's know right. how to evolve to meet the moment. And so that's what usually happens. Usually women start really showing up in, in their 30s, like their early 30s, when they've come out of, you know, they're out, out of the college zone. They've out of the first job zone. And now it's life. Like, you know, I've been doing this a while. And you know what? I ain't feeling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to Cause this ain't working. And you know what I'm saying? So it's at those transitional um moments that people show up. Now, I would really love, you know who I really want? I want first-year college girls. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what? Well,
1: you can take some of mine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they're in a the major transition, right? They're in a heavy, yeah. heavy place. And they're inundated with all of these identity conversations. And they're like... Especially now. Especially now. Mm-hmm. When we were in
0: college... I guess we're going to tell our age. When we went to college, it was... We didn't have... Instagram was just starting maybe like our sophomore
1: year. Um, Twitter was... I don't even know if Twitter was really... We used Twitter. Way. Twitter was popping. We used Twitter. We used Instagram, but... T- it wasn't the,
0: to the way that off. it is. But yeah, it wasn't the way it's that not it a is. A- now, yeah, it's a and,
2: point.
0: you know, definitely it's... A, they definitely there's definitely a, a big difference with this It's so much information that you just get in different people who are doing this and you think about it yeah. get full of people's accomplishments you don't see very impressionable yeah you don't see the bad things and so it's full of people's accomplishments so of course especially being that young it can make you really feel like well i'm here in college but what am i doing what am i going to do how am i going to step up how am i going to be this person yeah definitely
2: And then if you think about it, too, too. everything on the outside socially is telling us who we are. See, when I was coming up, we didn't have that inundation of something else telling me who I am. We didn't Mm -hmm. have those issues, right? We was outside playing and making straw and using our imaginations, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Still playing with Barbies at a a shameful age. Yeah, because we (laughs) were creating our identity through what we did. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like life and Instagram and TV and social media was not telling us who we were. So we had a little bit of those things, but for the most part we were engaged in our own creation, but now it's like, whoosh, this is who you're supposed to be at 10, 15, 20. This is supposed to, what you're supposed to look like. This is how you're supposed to act. This is how you're supposed to talk. So now social media has taken the responsibility of maturity away from people so now they're lost so now social media has become their identity and they don't know how to create it on their own wow yeah,
1: yeah. and you just mentioned something really powerful where a lot of people are trying to figure out purpose when it's your identity it, and it's that how piece that you said that you're talking about. And I know I see encounter a lot of clients and uh, as well as students where it's like, well, this is what I feel like I'm called here to do. Yeah. But and it comes to that confusion line. Right. And it's not necessarily that you need to change what you are called to do. You need to change how you're about to approach it. What are you about to decide? How what whatever you're trying to do. It's not your identity. That's something that you saw from somebody else. Right. And it's not what you're supposed to be doing in order to do what that calling is. And I think we have to continue to push that conversation over and over, especially to our young and impressionable minds. And even people our age and older, shoot, there, we, we, got, we have work to continue to do forever and ever. There are days where I'm still like, all right, what am I about to do? I mean, you got to be honest. There are days where we still have to. still We're still questioning ourselves, even when we know we have a plan that we are about, but it is still that subconscious piece that you were talking about where it's like, this plan sounds too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no bumps, it's no, you know, it's no hiccups. Wait a minute, is it supposed to be this easy? And it is. It when is. you are flowing and not forcing, that is how it's supposed to be. It is supposed yeah. to be just literally gliding through life and having fun. Yeah. And so I think this brings us to one of our last questions is just how can we come to terms to accept our identity, especially when we're in a position of struggle or even just maybe some things that may hinder us from, you know, getting to that acceptance of our identity?
2: Um, especially when you're not who you want to be and you're, you're like you're in denial like this game. Being, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to take responsibility for your life, whatever it looks like. Number one, I take, because okay. if you're not responsible, you can't change it. Mm-hmm. So you got to own the funky and all. Okay. <laughs> and, and give yourself, and that is okay. Right. Okay. I made some decisions. I made some mistakes. Okay. I can change it. I can do something different. You have to take responsibility where you are and then put the framework. That's why I say it all the time. I help people build strategic frameworks for their identity so that they can live and work and do their lives well, right? Because when we have frameworks, when we have fundamentals, we can always go back to it. So the next time, a next when you evolve again, you know what you're going to do. What's number one? Self-awareness, right? Ask yourself the questions. What are the limiting beliefs that are keeping me from where it is that I want to go? You know, what are what's what are these habits, behaviors and mindsets that need to be shifted? What is my real truth in this space? Do I have the capacity for what it is that I want? And how do I position myself so that I can move towards it? Because we're always evolving. We're always growing. We're always changing. That's what makes life the bomb. Right. I'm not going to always be here. I'm going to be evolving until I go home to be with Jesus. Right. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm never going to stop evolving. That's the power. I'm never going to stop growing. I'm never going to stop shifting. But the problem is, I don't know how to evolve and shift and grow for what I want and where I'm going. And all of that is identity. All of it. Who do you need to become for where you're going? Who do I mean, we have to ask ourselves okay, this opportunity, this situation, I'm getting ready to shift. The first thing that has to come to our mind is, I have to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. As wonderful and delicious as I am, this <laughs> ain't the one delicious. where I'm, I'm going. That's right? The word, you okay. okay. <laughs> you just have to change, and you could just be fabulous right now. And you're like, I'm just so fabulous. I'm just so delicious. I'm so wonderful. But <laughs> so where you're going, that delicious don't work. So you got to what? Level up. You know, level up.
0: I love it. I
2: love it. So you have to level up. And and when you know that's the given, it doesn't matter where you are. When you know that that's the process, it doesn't matter if you're in a bad place or a good place. I know how to get out. Mm-hmm. But first, mm-hmm. got to take responsibility, good or bad. I have to take responsibility and know that I can shift. Ooh, that accountability.
1: It'll get, mm-hmm. you. It will get you. It will sneak up on you and make you feel so bad, boy, but it makes you feel good once you've acknowledged it. Yeah. 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 Stephanie, you have given us a sermon today. Definitely. <laughs> um, Preach we, the way. It was the word. I'm just I'm just so glad that we had a chance to just get some moment of your time and we appreciate you and you just sharing your greatness and your gift of just understanding identity, being that identity shaper. And I'm also even going to say a transformational coach. okay? I am throwing that in there. (laughs) So definitely, I just see that power. And I really hope that people get a chance to connect with you. So where can our listeners find you, find your services, reach out to you? Where can we find you?
2: Um, You can find me at identitydynamics.net. And on there, it'll have all the different programs for the different things that I do and how I connect to people and help them grow. So you can reach me on Facebook at um, Stephanie M. Kirkland. I do identity shapers, empowerment and encouragement every day. I do my um, identity shapers in the morning. So you get you a nice word to boost your identity every morning. I do that. that. I'm on Instagram. So you can reach me um, at um, Stephanie M. Kirkland. You can reach me at um, Identity Dynamics or Woman Behind the Vision on Instagram. So just connect with me and let's grow together.
1: Oh, yes, that is awesome. So, you know, we always have to, we don't, don't we love it? I love it. Like I <laughs> could just go do cartwheels and pull out my big post notes, the, the the industrial size that I have today. And I'm just kind of like, who am I today? But, <laughs> um, so that is how I am feeling. And thank you so much again, Stephanie, for just taking your time, guys, please take some time to just utilize these resources um, because Stephanie does do this work and Stephanie and I have had some great classes together. Stephanie is the person who has always made me to remember what's the goal <laughs> in anything that I do. It is so sad that that not sad, it is awesome, Stephanie, that the you and Candace ring in my head every day when I'm going through either a conversation, a project, something that I just don't I know may be a little sticky, and it is always What's the goal, Morgan? Let's just go <laughs> straight to the point. What is the goal? So guys, definitely take this time to just touch base and just reach with Stephanie because I know now you're probably thinking, well, Morgan, is this the work that you do? No, this is not the work that I do. Definitely reach out to Stephanie. Stephanie is here to help you do that transformation and identity shaping we're here to help you understand how to utilize that and to connect that with your career and your professional development and also how to alongside to use it with your purpose, your interests, your strengths and your talents. Stephanie is here as helping you get to that. Good hard accountability work that it takes to get there to do those things. So, thank you again, Stephanie and Brittany. I'm gonna pause for a second so I can let you have your two cents to Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like this was, you know, very eye opening.
0: If you don't dwell in this space, you don't always think about, the, you know, everything that you need to do. So, for somebody who's not in that, self development or professional development space it's like okay wow yeah mm-hmm. that is right i i i didn't think of that not at all you know and mm-hmm. and that is what you get paid the big bucks for you are <laughs> the ex, the expert and i appreciate i love being able to get wisdom and information from other people who know what they are talking about because we have a lot of twitter philosophers People, you know, yes, and people who don't you know, really feel like what they're saying is the truth. And sometimes it's not, you know, and we need to be able to actually take these from people who have the understanding and the wisdom. So I appreciate you and I thank you for being here. You are a god. Yes. Your work is going to do some, you know, it's doing great things for people. And um, I look forward to seeing, you know, how you are able to. Continue to do this and actually inspire. And I honestly, if any of our listeners, you know, actually, that's their business if they come to you. But I would like to know. I would like to know. Hit me up. Let me know. You know how this (laughs) works. Now this experience is honestly, you know, I just, you know, I, I would like to know. But thank you again for being here. <laughs> thank you, so, much. <laughs> for so, so
1: me. Brittany. Wants to know, guys. Um, again, <laughs> thank you so much, <laughs> Stephanie. Of course, and even if you want to understand a little bit more of. How can you identify your transformation process, your identity, as well as working into your career and your path and your professional path? And how can working with me, if you're one of my clients or a future client and you want to work with Stephanie, definitely let people know when you're working with, this is the same thing with therapists. If you're going to a therapist for one thing and one thing for another, make sure that you guys are talking to each other. That's like when you go to a different doctor, right? You tell the doctor what you saw another doctor for. yeah, Right. So definitely, if you are coming to Stephanie as Coaches and things like that, definitely just reach out to us or let one of us know what your goals are so we can create a plan for you. It's important that you get everybody on your team on one accord so we're working towards each other, not against each other. So that's also just one piece of advice from any professional that you go see for any types of advice or formation, but... We are signing off on this happy Saturday. Thank you so much again, Stephanie, for being with us. You guys know you can find me on Instagram at Morgan the Mogul. And you can also follow Rebellious at Rebellious LLC. And Brittany, please tell us all where you can find you. You know, you can find me
0: on Instagram as Bossy B with three E's. Don't forget, I got the three E's. And um, on Twitter, yeah, it's Bossy B on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot I had a Twitter. Morgan the Mogul there too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I forget a lot of times the social networks. And if you do want to check out our website again, that's rebellious.com. R-E-B-E-L-L-E, like Southern Bell, dot com. So thank you guys. And we will see you again soon. Bye. <laughs>